Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. It's your favorite uncensored couple. I'm Chase Saunders. And I'm Nicole Saunders. And we're the Saunders. Because <laughs> you didn't figure that out by now. <laughs> so, in case you're new to the podcast, because I see we're constantly gaining plays and, and and listens and listeners uh this is a podcast about everyday news topics entertainment topics just anything circulating live topics relationship topics tv just just stuff if it's on your social media we're talking about it but we're giving you an uncensored opinion and so I called this meeting of the minds because A, I've been begging to be back on the air. Look, oh my God, begging, okay? And um, to, well, tomorrow is actually the last day of Black Music Month. And so I wanted to do all things music because yes, I know that it is Pride Month and um, enjoying all the LGBTQ plus um, love that is being shown, but no one talks about Black Music Month enough. And um, I don't know if you all have ever noticed, but you know the BT Awards are always in June, and it being Black Music Month is one of the reasons why. And Black Music Month actually started before Pride Month. So I feel like there's room to enjoy and celebrate both. Um, but I just wanted to, to do a... Because we've had some interesting things happen this month in the world of music. So mm -hmm. I thought um, this would be a good comeback uh, topic. I know he's going to say that I am bad for this episode. He's going like, to blame me for, you know, the reason we haven't recorded and all this other stuff. But I wasn't going to blame you. I was just going to blame life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, like, if you guys, because, you know, he's, he, he did his little intro. If you guys can just do me a personal favor because I keep explaining to him how these listens and stuff are going to come through and it's not going to be like an instant overnight success and all this other stuff. Like it takes time to gain the audience and get y'all to come back. So for those of you who have listened and, and enjoyed one or two or more episodes could y'all just please go to this facebook page and let this man know what you like and what you don't like like let him know who this fan base is that is slowly growing and um maybe we can get some more consistent uh content for you if if you know he feels you guys are listening <laughs> Wish i mean could it, see his it, face. i mean it shows they're listening just <laughs> I mean, it would be nice to hear from my audience, though. Like, yeah. I want to hear y'all opinions too. I want to, I want to know what y'all think. You know, because y'all part of the uncensored family, so 
Let us know what you think. But I, I see y'all listening, though. I see it. Even though Shane begged me, but um, you know, you know how that right. go. Whatever. Um, so I guess we like uh start off with the news of today. Um R. Kelly has finally be, been sentenced in New York. His sentence in New York is um, 30 years, um, mm. from what I'm hearing. Um, haven't been able to confirm it. He still has to. Um, he still has his trial here in Chicago, mm-hmm. but um, so far, you know, New York found him guilty. That that's for sure. That's for sure and confirmed. Um, but it looks like today um, he received a sentence of 30 years. So, Man, that man life over. Right. Like, that's you just, know. That's it, just New York. We ain't even. Chicago ain't even got day chance to give him his time. Exactly. So. And so, like, I said from the very beginning that. You know, a lot of people were expecting it to be the same outcome that it was years ago. But the thing is, is that um, this time they went for anyone connected to R. Kelly. And when you bring in, as they should, because, you know, you all played a part and, you know, causing him to just break havoc in, in so many young girls lives so but i knew that no one in his camp was going to do any amount of time for him so though they had their hands in allowing it to continue and um helping him to get these young girls and all of that i knew no one would spend a day behind uh, behind bars on his behalf. So I saw a guilty verdict coming from the beginning. Um, the amount of time is just like I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. It's just uh, it's just a lot, and especially when we consider that um, he still has more. T- more charges to face in Chicago. We don't know if we're, they're going to, um, how they're going to run the time uh, between the two the two cases. So it's a lot. A very lot. 30 years, especially at his age. Man, like every day you don't want to waste. But man, 30 years, yeah, it's, it's a wrap for Kells. Unfortunately, I mean, musical genius, just, and I know he has some classics, some more classics in him, so just talent just down the drain, man. It's, right, because that's the thing, like, it is over, like, it is over for R. Kelly, like, he'll be in his 70s. 60s, 70s, or whatever, when he's released, because you know, we're talking like time for good behavior, time served, all this stuff, parole dates, and all this other stuff. So, um, it's a wrap for R. Kelly for things that Robert did, you know. Um, like Robert could come out and do something with his life, we don't know what, but it's definitely a wrap for R. Kelly, like that, that. 
that musical career, that musical left legacy is definitely over with 30 years on the table. Man, the only thing Kels need to do when he come out of prison, wherever he going, because he getting the thirty, he already got the thirty. It's no telling what Chicago about to give him. The only thing he can, the only thing he should do when he come out of jail is make amends with his kids and just try to live out the the last of his days just in peace and just having conversations with God, asking for forgiveness. Because by the time he get out. It ain't gonna be too long for it's time for him to go to that upper room. <laughs> like it ain't gonna be too long. So and that's if he don't, you know, get a one-way ticket while he in there. There's no telling what's waiting for him in jail. I mean if you say a one-way ticket, like there's like round trip ticket options. Um uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that thing works. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure he's having conversations with, with God um, because that's the one thing that we know about uh, Robert is that, um, I mean, he, he's been talking to God through his music for years. So I, I don't think those conversations have stopped. I don't know if, like, I don't know. He might have been, but with the shit he was doing outside of his music, God wasn't listening to his ass. Look. God gave him the same energy he gave slavery. First of all, you're not going <laughs> to talk about my Lord and Savior right now, okay? Uh, you keep that heathenism over there. Uh, hey. <laughs> see, he cracks himself up, Lord, forgive hey. him, because hey. I don't have no time to be Hey, this is what you get when you listen to us, though. You know what I mean? Like I said, if this is your first time listening, this is what you get when you listen to us. A heathen. Oh. <laughs> That I shouldn't sit too close to. Um, so, other news. I think I'm always hot. So, I keep telling you. <laughs> I keep trying to tell you. Steam just comes off you, sir. That's not So, I'm sure at this point, if you did not watch it, it in its entirety, because it was the longest verses in the history of verses oh uh, you have heard all the rumblings of the omarion versus mario um with the opening acts of bobby v ray j and Boy, versus that versus was a whole mess <laughs> a whole mess and it like was, there's so much to get into like and it was let me start here though it was such a mess like that versus was so messy and ghetto and trash. Like I was a little disappointed. When D Ray has to sit up there and remind you that y'all like in somebody else's house and y'all need to act accordingly, like cause right. So that was so messy and trashy and ghetto that so now there's rumors. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's certified yet. But now there's rumors about a Donnell Jones and Joe versus. And I think those are just rumors. So one of them, I don't know if it was either Joe or 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 Donnell Jones, but one of them said, you know, let let some real singers get on stage. No, he said we're not going to be on that bullshit that the youngins is on. 
So for someone, was. yeah. So I mean, for someone to say that, you you know that was that was just that was it. It just wasn't a good look. Like, like it, first, it, it, she, it didn't start she, out to be so ghetto. Like yes, yeah, it's, it's cool to talk shit. It's cool to you know what I mean a little bit. But at the end of the day, like, like Sammy J. Okay, so like, first of all, let's touch on this since you brought this into play. This Donnell Johnson, um, Joe situation. First of all, I think it is just rumors. Second of all, because if it is true, they could only be an open act because I don't think they have 20 hits together longer, let alone 20 individual hits. Love them, but um, hey, don't, don't say like, that. Don't say that, especially when Sammy coming out here with Hardball. First of all, so and he was an open act, so that's why I'm saying that. So because no, they Joe... They definitely made an event. Joe, because Joe was always soundtrack dude. Like, Joe was not an album dude. Joe had hot singles. He never had a hot album. Let's just be so honest. going to come with the singles. And, but he, uh, he don't have 20 of them, is all I'm saying. You may be surprised. Uh, I, I would be very surprised. And then Donnell like the, Jones. Just like when Omarion was coming out with his shit. I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot he sung that. So, uh, so Donnell Jones. Love him. He's from Chicago. I, beautiful voice. I just don't think he has 20. Like, I don't think he has 20 hits. Um, but yeah, Sammy's whole energy, his whole vibe, his whole intro into the thing was just an instant like turn off, like on high time for this. Um, get him they look. I was expecting them to have a hot little 30, 45 yeah, minutes. That, that was way too long. Right. So I'm like, let them especially because okay, so all verses start with the DJ. Everybody was already tired of the DJ, like they this is their first verses ever. Um, but it always opens with the DJ. The DJ yeah, had already some DJs has done a verses before. You like I understand you want to give new DJs no, a chance. This was a repeat DJ, but I'm just saying, like oh, people, sure. the hey, people hey, in the hey, audience and the like, comments God. was sitting up there, like acting like, you know, why is he here? We just want to get to the show, but it's like, have y'all not been watching verses? Because ever since it went live and in person, there's been a DJ. Um, but yeah, I thought the opening act was gonna get a hot little 30, 45 minutes, which is why, like, mm, it was like, why is Ray J? even doing this opening act thing um because ray j has 20 hits ray j doesn't think he has 20 hits but he does have Look, 20 hits ray j don't think he got 20 hits he don't, that's yeah. but that's what i'm saying though and don't even really have to be hits because like some artists come out with new stuff like this is something new or you know then they start doing collabs so you don't necessarily have to have 20 solo hits but you you can come when... with the collabs as well but I'm just that's why I feel so I already told you I feel like it was beneath Ray J the the being the open it was, act it was it um was. who they had him with all of that I feel like was beneath Ray J it was I can't find um, it I feel like Ray J and Bobby V should be a main event they self like they had them both as an open act it, it was just especially against Pleasure P and Sammy like that that was the insult in itself like we going against who like they should have just had as open an act just Bobby V and Ray J. Bobby V versus Ray J. It, like it, it, cause them Pleasure P and Sammy was getting on my nerves, man. Yes, like, and so like even though, um, typically, is sponsored by um some 
mainly Ciroc, but like mm-hmm. some alcohol uh, company. Ray J stepped up, stepped up and showed him the boss that he is, and Raycon sponsored the event. But I feel like he was the opening act sponsor, and this event was still uh, sponsored by Smirnoff or somebody because you know what? everybody was lit, which was the first and main total problem with all of this. It just kind of felt like it's it just kind of because it's never been an open act. It's always been a DJ. So it just kind of felt like, oh, DJ since Ray J's, you know, sponsoring it, let's just throw him out there. Then they kind of was like, well, against who? And just uh, whoever answered the phone. Like, it, it was Which is crazy like, don't do because, that Because, no you know, versus, Ray please, J switch. has been in Tim, the... Don't do that. The versus conversation for a minute. And even when Brandy did hers, like Ray J stood on the fact that he didn't feel like he had enough hits. So I feel like, like, I don't know who tossed him into it. Uh, Brandy gave him a whole rundown of what he needed to do before the verses that he didn't listen to. And she put him on blast for that, which I enjoyed, you know, as a sister with brothers, I enjoyed to put him on blast. And tell him you can delete this comment if you want to. I'm gonna post it again and I have it screenshotted so we could do it all day. Like she brought Papa uh Ray J into into the mix and everything was like Diddy already told me you ain't drink tea, you ain't going vocal rest, you ain't do nothing I told you to do, and you out there messing up. And he knew he was finna get it from his big sister because he was like, B, I heard it too, I heard them runs, I was holding the baby. I don't know what holding the baby has to do with your vocals, but, you know, good excuse versus everybody else having no excuse. Uh, I was holding the baby. I heard them runs. I'm going to make it up on the next one. And they skipped the man's turn. He was supposed to make it up. They skipped the man's whole turn. Like, it was a whole unorganized mess. Like, that, like it was a mess. That that opening act was just, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Never again. Never again. And Pleasure P, like Pleasure P, like he, he didn't understand the assignment, okay? You were in a group for a hot five seconds. Your group doesn't have 20 songs, okay? Let alone you. And you, he wanted all this, these accolades and wanted to be like the king of R&B out here. I don't know who told you, you was Bobby Brown. But he just he just wanted all of this. Um, I'm the one you came to see energy when the biggest part of his brand is being a writer. Nobody comes to see the writer of the songs. Nobody ever has come. You know what? I'm finna go to that hot writers concert. No one has ever said that, but that's the type of energy. That he wanted, he wanted all the credits and all the accolades. Like this man, for real, thought he was like Bobby Brown around too. He was too much, though. And it was my prerogative to not want to listen to it. Um, then we finally get into the main event. Uh, an hour over an hour later. Okay, man. <laughs> We already two hours into the verses, over two hours into both. the verse. <laughs> like D Ray said, both them niggas, Lauren Hellgate, both them, both them <laughs> niggas arrived <laughs> to the verses. Right, because we finally get the drunk uncles off the stage and are ready for the show to begin. 
and we still have to wait for the shuttle again. And then, you know, Mario comes out in in his jacket, like he literally just got out the car. No, no, no. He swears the drunk uncle. Them oh, was the drunk yes. cousins. Oh. <laughs> Yes, the drunk nephews. Yeah, the drunk <laughs> nephews and cousins. <laughs> Them the cousins that all disappear at the cookout, then come back fucked up. With that being said, even the drunk uncle had better focus than right. the drunk nephews right. did. They right. needed to take a page out of Uncle Keith's book before they showed up to the verses the way that they did. So, you know, they come out Mario's vocals are effortless and flawless, like hands down to him. Late and all, his vocals were like, Omarion was lightweight to him, okay? Because his, his his speaking vocals was better than what Omarion was putting out. And mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I told you from the beginning, like, vocally, what it wasn't a competition from the beginning. I, I told you Mario and a sober Ray J would have been a better versus because they could go vocal for vocal. Um I mean okay so Omarion ain't never been like a strong vocal singer. And then like you told me that night that? on top of that <laughs> him trying to like nigga you not Janet you not Michael why are you trying to dance while you sing? Like some of the strongest artists can't do that. Mm-mm. So why the fuck would like you do that? If you watch some artists, if you pay attention, because it's an art form to be able to dance and sing. That's why you know everybody was coming for Puffy when he was doing all that extra stuff on making a band, but he had a purpose in doing that. Like he was trying to build those artists' stamina because it takes a specific type of stamina to be able to dance and sing at the same time because you you need to be able to do one effortlessly because you need concentration to pull them both off. So if you've ever noticed like a really strong singer, they will stop singing to do a dance break, but they will not dance and sing at the same time. Like there's a handful that can pull off dancing and singing at the same time. And Omarion, boo, you're not on that list. You're not on that list. Trash. And then, you know, post-show, he wanted to, to blank. Well, first of all, Mario kicked off, like, he had the, you know, the best shit talk of the night bringing out the b2k impersonators <laughs> that was hilarious like at like i i think you know we could have crowned some of the winner just doing that because that was hilarious bringing out the b2k impersonators that was that was corny i enjoyed that that that, that was, was that was corny that was, shit. because like y'all needs to get it together um well not even y'all but um Omarion he came out first of all he started with touch like that's the song that everybody was looking forward to him doing and 
he just started off top with the best thing in his arsenal. It's not the best thing. I, I think it's the best thing in this arsenal. What's the best thing in this arsenal? Oh. Touch ain't the best thing. Like it's the best thing in this arsenal. Really? You oh wow. Yeah. Um, and you know I fuck with touch touch. Doom, doom, doom. I fuck with that, but that's not, that's the best not thing a, I don't feel like I'm what I'm just saying, I don't feel like that's an opener. Touch is a closing. Like touches a closing or somewhere in the middle. Well, first of it's all, it's not how you open the show. Well, well, see, first of all, like the thing with that that I don't like about the way they do verses, and I'm not talking about Swish and, and, and Tim. I'm talking about the actual artists. They're not strategic with it. Like you and your DJ have to be on point. Like the DJ is a DJ for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you and your DJ have to be on point. You have to, which is why Jada is such. Is why he's the king of verses. Like you, you have to have your set list, but you have to be able to say it has to be flexible. Yeah, you have to be able to say if he goes with this, we gonna go with this, no matter what order anything is in. And this is why, hands down, Kiss is the king of verses because this nigga is coming round for round, track for track. Like he was flexible with it. And a lot of artists, they like they make well, the set and that's all, it. Boom, this, with that you're going down the line like that. Rap artists, hip hop artists, can be more flexible um, than R and B artists can. I'm not saying that there's not room for flexibility. I agree with the whole flexibility part because, but I'm just saying with your example, hip hop artists can be more flexible than R&B artists can. How? Because, like, it, to be a rapper and to be a singer, using a different muscle. And, like, and like you even mentioned, like, some artists have come out and done new material. So for hip-hop artists, they can, it can truly become a rap battle. Like, a versus can so and i feel like hip-hop artists djs are trained so r&b artists when they go out on tour they put their set list together Mm -hmm. they have a tight set list with no flexibility because they're doing a tour in the show or whatever that's the way their djs are trained so I feel like for hip hop artists, even when it comes to a tour situation, they're trained to be flexible. They already have that flexibility muscle. So I'm not disagreeing that everybody needs to be flexible. I'm just saying that I feel like it's easier yeah, for hip hop artists but, to be flexible. But, but it's not a tour, so it's a verse. I, I see. I and hear what you're saying, tour, but I'm just saying. You're not going straight into the next song. With the verses, your opponent has to get a chance to go. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. That's where the flexibility comes into play because while he's doing his thing, depending on what he done came with, you should be walking up to your DJ like, okay, he ball low heat. Let's go with this. Like you have that opportunity to do that. Yes, so hip hop we've seen that done. Or R and B. I mean. I hear what you're saying. I just said that in my opinion, I feel like it's easier for a hip hop versus to have that flexibility 
because they're already trained to they're trained to be on their toes and flexible like that where that might not be a muscle that an RB DJ has. And you have to factor in because like I said, this DJ that well, because there were two DJs on the stage, but the one that was um carrying in the show, he's been on verses before. I don't know whose DJ he is, who he belongs to, if he's just some random. So it's also that factored in too. Like people have their people and their equipment and their whatever. They they have their certain way of doing things. And like I the, I just feel like R and B artists don't they're not really flexible in that way because i told you the aftermath that came after the show and omarion wanted to sit up there and blame the fact that they were using mario sound people and his equipment and not his stuff where i don't even understand what that fact is in because mario was using the same sound equipment and he still didn't sound bad i um, mean but if it's his equipment no i mean like that's like that's like I told I told you it sounded real R. Kelly because that's the same argument that R. Kelly tries to have when it came to Jay-Z. Like we use his people in Chicago and use my people. That's why it right. Didn't... So that's what I'm saying. That's like having home court advantage. Like if those are Mario people, Mario equipment, Mario is used to this. Or Marion's not. He might have his stuff set up different. He might have his sounds sounding different. Like if they use strictly Mario's people, I kind of, I kind of feel what he, what he's saying. I could feel what he was saying if there were technical issues. Well, with it his sounded like he couldn't that because that first song was like, besides his voice, that first song just didn't, it wasn't mixed or whatever, right? Because that's my thing. Your instrument is your voice, so. I'm not trying to hear what you're saying when you're talking about you. Mario but ain't the stuff. music in their in their ear too? They do wear. E I don't think that they wear ears on verses. I didn't see anybody fumbling with no ears on verses. Because honestly, he probably should just did. He should have just took whatever was in his ear and sung. But we have to go to a break. We we run a little long. Uh, we'll be right back on Since Life with the Saunders. Make sure you come back. <laughs> And welcome back to Uncensored Life with Saunders. So what I'm trying to say is that Omaria had horrible vocals that night. Yeah, hands down. Like, there's no debate in that. So even if he did have the ears in his ear, the ears are designed to allow the artist to hear their voice. So... If even if he had you and hit those horrible vocals, he was off key. Like I don't care what was going on with the equipment, you was off key. Yes, like there's no excuse. You for had his no voice. key. Like he can so, control his voice. But that's what I'm saying. If, that's what. But he being was... off key might be due to the equipment. If you're off key, you're not hearing something. Something's not sinking with him. Like something in his ear isn't syncing up, which is why For he's two off hours key. though. You can't correct that in two hours. Not if it's his people. Like, not if it's like home court advantage is a thing. Like for real. I understand home court advantage, husband. But that's just like me going to somebody's house playing playing an Xbox 
Like, I bring my own controller for a reason. Because I'm using they shit. It feel weird. Now, I, I can't do this. Like, that's okay, why I bring my so, own shit. Right. You bring your own shit. Yeah, I don't know why he bring his own stuff. So, exactly. That's I mean, my thing. I can't, I can't defend that's that. That's my thing. Like, it, like, I'm not disputing home court advantage. That's an absolute thing. But what I'm saying is, is that the muscle you have, like, your instrument is your voice. Okay, know, and because um, we'll get into this when we talk about other things. But Brat was even saying she mentioned on um, Dish Network that Mariah Carey doesn't perform anywhere without her own mic. Mariah, first of all, is a headliner, okay? Which means that anybody that she's ever gone on tour with or anything like that, those are her opening acts. So, Mariah Carey, first of all, would never use the opening acts anything. But even with her own people and her own whatever, she brings her own mic, you can't tell me that Omar Yan couldn't fit a mic in his back pocket. Like, look, your instrument is your voice, and it amplifies through a microphone. So all this extra stuff that you're talking about, I just feel like it's excuses. I mean, it is. I don't, I don't understand why he didn't bring his own equipment or DJ. And I mean, we don't know. Maybe, I mean, because the, the way Mario came out with the bullshit, Maybe Mario bullied the contract into saying we got to use my people, my equipment, or I ain't doing it. I don't know because it sounds like Mario a bully. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Why is Mario a bully? Because he just came like... out with the bullshit off rip. Like he he came out with the fuckery off rip. Like first of all, he tried to fool motherfuckers. You know, before we start this, I just want to give my brothers flowers. First nigga to do his thing out of a group. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Then it was like, I think that's yeah. Legit. Then, then he was like, yeah, this nigga trash. He can't sing. Like, and it just continued the whole what night. What lies though? <laughs> no still, lies detected. But still though, like, I just think Omario. Like, I'm not Omario. Mario, I think he he hoodwinked that shit. Like, he probably put it in the contract. Like, my DJ, my equipment. Look, he told Omario before it even started. Like, who came to the forest and convinced you to do this? Okay. First of all, I'm just like, I just find it hilarious that the most unbothered person, like he won the most unbothered award, you know, six years running was bothered by this versus like this versus got under his skin for real, for real. I mean, shit, you feel like you was cheated at would too. And then you got your little, little minions talking shit like nigga, I'm, I'm Groot and y'all the minions like the fuck out of fuck out of here. But so, first of all, you know, um, my favorite member of B2K has been, will always be J-Bug. And, you know, we've seen oh. J-Bug and, you know, on the whole Love & Hip Hop franchises, apparently he's the the brains behind the operation. He's the one that works out the contracts and all this other stuff. So, you know, he let, you know, because Raz B, who, you know, has his own personal issues with every single member of the group, and Fizz, 
you know, he let them get their little shots off and stuff because, you know, of course, they was going to have something to say about Omarion or whatever. And he let Omarion go ahead, have his moment going back and forth with them and, you know, um, feeling the way he feels because Raz B and Lil Fizz was the first ones to put out the uh, Temptations means and, you know, to let them know that, you know, Omarion had been let go from B2K. But Jaybug came out with the facts and the receipts because, like, Jaybug, quite honestly, has always tried to play neutral party in the situation because, like I said, he's the one to get the contracts together and make sure that they get these bags and these checks. So he's always trying to keep the peace and stuff to make sure that the B2K can go out and do their thing. Jaybug dropped some very valid receipts. When Omarion decided to drag him into, you know, calling them background singers and stuff. And the receipts include the fact that nobody wanted to sign B2K with Omarion as the lead singer because he didn't have the strongest vocals. Omarion started to venture off on his own when other members of the group started to um, be put in the front. He did not like the fact that Jay Book and Fizz were everybody's favorite, even though he was the one doing all the work. He was the one singing all the songs. And on the, the B2K songs, those aren't even his vocals. Those aren't even his vocals. So this man, like, he, the only reason that he is more successful than the other members of the group is because he went out and got like a solo deal because he was tired of not being seen or no one heard else, the, and any of them three like, couldn't did that. Sing. Well, Raz nah, because he just Raz is crazy. Nah, okay, he, he so no, Raz couldn't so have did that. And, and what was Fizz couldn't do that? First of all, what was Fizz gonna do? Was he gonna be a rapper? Like he, it's cute now nah, when you you know. When you the okay. Mike Bivens so, of B2K. So okay, so apparently the only one that was capable of doing something was Jay Book. So he couldn't do that. Jay, I told you, Jay Book is the businessman. Like he. So how you how you trying to put all like these receipts talking about some Omari on this Omari on that? <coughs> first of all, y'all took the shots first. I mean, Omari on didn't come out taking shots. Y'all took the shots first, which I don't expect this man to retaliate. Like, yeah, he might be unbothered, but eventually the strongest of us going to be like, you know what? I've had enough. So, what? He not supposed to retaliate? He just supposed to let y'all sit there and just have no, I'm shits not saying, and giggles so what at I'm his expense? Is, like, who wouldn't expect? What I said was, who wouldn't expect Rasby and Lil Fizz to go ahead and jump in on, on this because everybody's coming for Omarion. And Omarion, like isn't addressing the crowd that's coming for him he just hones in on them yeah and then the like i said the... he drags jay boog in who like i said he usually tries to play neutral like no, y'all tripping y'all tripping he said y'all b2k one being one sound all y'all get and they was like we'll take <laughs> it because legally you're not a member of b2k so hey and he did hey they doing him a favor 
because who's, who's still getting the bag though like that's my thing like this is my whole problem with the whole back and forth with them at the end of the day who's still getting the bag like did this man not stop them from getting a whole bag because of fizz he stopped all three of them from getting a check because of fizz how does he have that much power if he's not part of b2k the math not mathing but so first of all the bag was supposed to be the millennium tour which was taken from omarion as well he's not on the millennium tour anymore but is he still not doing uh tours and making money and and, and getting deals and, and and being i haven't heard anything like that's what i'm so saying what like i'm saying to that is i'm not hearing anything about uh more omarion tour so as far as i'm concerned they could be booking just as many shows as b2k as he is as omarion People no, I'm still not working with them. Are you talking about the three of them? Yes. Because no, they, they legally can go out as B2K. Anybody going to see them. And since Omarion did not sing those songs for real, for real, they can go out and replace him or go out as just the three of them because he is not the vocals on those songs. And nobody would know. nobody going out to see them without Omarion. Let's, come on, let's keep it a buck. No, not they ain't. There's any more women going out to see B2K without Omarion. Nah, not from what I was seeing on social media. Mm-mm. First of all, your timeline is Let's start there. Not from what I was seeing on my social media. Ain't nobody going to see them niggas without Omarion. So, <laughs> like I said, your timeline is that. I'm telling you, uh uh-uh. uh. Them niggas can keep dreaming. They, they wish. No. I, Ain't like, nobody going to see y'all without Omarion. If B2K is on the ticket, there are people that are going to go see B2K. Yeah, before they know Omarion not going to be there. Tell them Omarion, Omarion not going to be Who there. Who don't know that Omarion's not going to be there? Right. So where's the shows at? Where's the shows at, Greg? Where's Omarion's shows? Hey, Omarion's still getting deals. They what just is? asked Omarion to be on a verse. They could have easily asked B2K to be on a verse. Against who? I don't know. Immature? That'd be a good one. Nah. Uh, they could have asked him to be on a versus against Pretty Ricky. <laughs> Since Pudge <laughs> Plea want to do shit so bad, it could have been B2K versus Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky and I don't have So that's what I'm saying. Okay, like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody booking no B2K without Omarion. Nobody. That's like, that's like going to see that's just like escape who booking escape without without candy everybody escape goes out on a regular basis without candy they ain't never came to chicago yes they have when without and did you go see them yes i did without candy yeah no you didn't you yes, a lie he's a lie greg he's a lie first of all escape had replaced candy for a minute when they got back I, together because candy wasn't dealing with them i'm not going to see no escape without no candy you crazy candy's not who, the lead vocals but still okay so maybe that was a bad example right because maybe that was a bad candy's example not the lead let me vocals. let me pick something else you're right she's not she's not even the strongest voice tiny you can't go see yeah kasani was the one i liked so, okay i'll give you that i'll give you that without one tasha i'll give you, you that one go see escape without Kim. okay i'll give you that one that was that was a bad example let me let me let me think of another example you can't go see swb you know, without okay, coco well, okay well this black this black music month we don't spend too much time on these 
these fools. Let's move on. But when I get my example right, though, I'm going to interrupt whatever we're talking about. I just gave you a good example. <laughs> what? I said you can't go see SWV without Coco. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, since we going there, since we going there, perfect example. You're not going to see Destiny's Child without Beyonce. Okay. Got it. But Beyonce Gotta. can sing, and she sang those vocals. Right. Solo yes. Song. Right. Omar, but is Beyonce not the but is Beyonce not the main attraction to Destiny's Child though? Yes. Just like Omarion is the main attraction for B2K. Why you? If he's not the strongest voice, why y'all keep him in a group? Why y'all ain't kick him out a long time ago? Why? Because he was the main attraction. No, they kept him in the group. Because they because they knew he friends. was the main attraction. Like he was the main attraction. I, 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 I seen his look, the people the people doing doing flashbacks and shit. Like when the whole verses went down and they told talking about Omarion. All I seen down my timeline was was chicks put uh showing up like old school posters of Omarion. Not B2K, Omarion, because they was coming to see Omarion. They like that's like going to see Destiny shout out Beyonce. Okay, base life off your timeline. Your timeline. I'm just saying off. Uh, look, I'm on social media. I'm popping. Hit me up, STG Chase eight six zero on all platforms. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Here's plenty of black excellence for Black Music Month. Um, those BT Awards. Yeah, the BT Awards is pretty dope. I'll give them that. Um that bad boy trip, that Diddy tribute was dope. Uh there's a couple of songs I would have wished they played, but it was like dope. I said, there was a lot of people missing from that tribute only because of they don't rock with him because he owed them money or the body count, uh, you know, I was uh, a lot of people were shocked to see Shine. Like we couldn't even get. Um, yeah, that was shocking. We couldn't even get all the locks. Like the Styles P said, "Nah, he still owe me money." Styles was there. I didn't see him on the stage. He ain't rap, but he was there. Yeah. In the audience? No, he was on stage. He was on stage. Yes. Where? Oh my god. <laughs> See, you looking for you looking for uh marriage boot camp styles. <laughs> you ain't no, I wasn't. I saw was. she was and looking Jada. For, That's all I saw. You was looking for marriage boot camp styles. No, styles is there. First of all, he's on love retreat right now. Okay. Styles P was there. Styles Panero was there. The GOATs. He was there. I, I ain't seen him. Um who I was looking for, but knew I was not gonna see. <laughs> Was Mason Bether because you still owe him. Yeah, you wasn't about to see Mason. A bunch. Um, total. Um, One twelve. You still owe them. Um, so it's like it was a lot of, lot, lot of people missing uh, from their tribute. And you can tell. You can tell why. Yes. Because one of the guest speakers was Kanye. Come on, okay. man. Not even that. Like, Come Bad on. Boy, when Come Bad on. Boy was getting together for their reunion tour, BET Awards are always like a jump off 
things like that. Like, you know, you saw New Edition when they was finna go into their movies and celebrating their anniversary. So when Bad Boy did their reunion tour, it the, it was 112 was on that stage. Total was on that stage. All of the locks was on that stage. Like, Mace was on that stage. Like, everybody came... It was more people for the 25th anniversary than it was to say, oh, they was like, okay, it, you know, in honor of getting a bag and making some money with this man, uh, we're going ahead and appear. But, like, in honor of this man winning the war, it was just like, yeah, we good on that. Um, he still owes money. Oh, I, like, look. And, like you said, so, well, because, first, first of all, like, I understood, sort of, kind of, um, Babyface presenting um, Puffy with the award because Andre is no longer with us, and he's the one that gave uh, Puffy his start at Uptown. Um, so Andre Harrell and Babyface were you know, close. So I, I kind of, sort of understood why Babyface would have stepped in for Andre as far as presenting um, the award to him. But like Kanye showing up literally, literally looking like um, the Invisible Man. Hmm. Like all I could, like that was one of my favorite uh, books in high school when we had to, you know, read The Invisible Man, and that is literally what um, Kanye looked like. And the fact that he like sounded like Darth Vader, like, I really wanted to give him my Yeah, breathing all like, hard just... and shit. Like, nigga, if you take that shit off, you can breathe. Like, all, all night long, all we heard was how hot it was in Los Angeles. It's so hot here today. And then he just came oh, man, out. Yeah, see. I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Coming for me. I know. See, it, that's all I seen when see, I looked up. See? Because I was no. playing the game when they wow. See? <laughs> So he just looked up the performance on YouTube to confirm that I was right. I, look, my nigga Styles. I didn't get to know Styles a little bit between marriage uh, boot camp and you know this love couples retreat, and the man went there. Okay, he was like, wow. He said, "Puff, owe me money. I'm not there." So. Wow. But yeah, kinda, so. Kanye and, and the speech, like, I just wanted it to be like a white award show mm -hmm. at that moment. Like, y'all ain't gonna play no music to just get this man off the stage. Like, cause, and then baby faces over in the corner, like, nigga, do you know how heavy this award is? You ain't gonna wrap this up? <laughs> man, to see, like, so, overall, it was a good award show mm -hmm. the diddy performance the diddy uh 
and his little shout out to Cassie that he should have kept to himself. She the moon gone with her life. The Diddy uh situation was a good one, but like we said, it was so many hits from Bad Boy in that era. Like they miss, and it was probably because of what you said, due to him on people money and people not fucking with him. Yeah, there was so, so many, many hits that, that should have been at least celebrate him. At least like a 10, 20 second, you know, sound bite should have been played because it's so many hits. And it, it's just a shame because of the choices when, he made. He couldn't right, get the proper. Because like, like you said, seeing Kanye, for me, like, I love Joe to see. I know all about how Jodeci came to be. I know about their connection to, you know, to Puffy. But not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people would connect Jodeci and Puffy. So the fact that they were there over so many artists on Bad Boy that have come through between, you know, the 90s and the 2000s. Jodeci. I mean, but, I, I mean... At this point, they niggas chasing their next high, so they need the money. First of all, first of all, the one that's chasing this next high wasn't even there. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Casey and JoJo got themselves clean. Okay, so don't don't come for Jodeci. But I'm just saying, people don't make the connection between Jodeci and Puffy. So a lot of people that. A lot of people, the fact that it said Uptown up there at first instead of Bad Boy has to be explained to a lot of people because, you know, they too young to know that he started at Uptown. Mm -hmm. That he was, you know, an intern and he he worked his way up at Uptown. And like I said, they too young. So people might need an explanation for why I said Uptown. Then you go into Jodeci because that was the first group that he signed that he, you know, that he worked with when he was on Uptown. But a lot of people don't know that. Like, oh, Jodeci stood on their own because the thing that Puffy is known most for is being the producer and the record executive that was all up in your videos. So I never see Puffy in connection with Jodeci. He was behind the scenes at that point in his career so like they know the connection between him and mary like mary has been all over you know bad boy records yeah, mary and stuff the only like one that. that still fuck with him heavy like that right like that's her brother for real for real at this point like she's so that's explainable um but like it is so many people that yo who, that who was the chick that came out and sung uh Kim Park. Stop playing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Because it wasn't Kim because Kimberly, she didn't know the words. Kimberly Jones. What the <laughs> hell have you done to yourself? You were so fine, yo. But you were she so fine. Didn't think that. And that's so oh like. Oh my god. So like when I look at Kim, I think of her. I look. She at looked like her. the nigga that when he wore that costume to the to that one award show. Uh, what's the nigga that sing? Uh, yeah, fuck you. What, what's that? What's his name? CeeLo. CeeLo. Yeah, remember when CeeLo wore that crazy ass costume C-Lo to the award show? Crazy thing. When he was dressed up as like the Tin Man, like a. 
futuristic that's timid. That's what Kim looked like. I was like, oh my god. Because the thing, like, I think Kimberly Jones was beautiful. Okay, she was yo. Um, when I look at her now, I just think about her as a mother. You have a daughter, and your daughter looks like Kimberly Jones. Right. But how do you explain to your daughter that she looks like Kimberly Jones and that you think your daughter is beautiful, but clearly you didn't think that Kimberly Jones was beautiful because you changed everything about her. And that plastic ass does not shake the way an ass should shake. (laughs) Like, that threw me all the way off because she was like halfway down the stage, but the ass was back there trying to Figure out when to jiggle. It was like a science project going wrong. Like, oh my god! And then you know Kanye trying to, you know, say he comes to Diddy for advice and throw a slight dig at you know Kim as if she was the problem in that marriage. It was just like, sir, this is not show therapy session. I know Taraji said that her and BET. We're getting together to donate a million dollar. I'm talking about the length of this speech and how just all yeah, but the whole speech was was about Kim though. I didn't say that it was Kim up in here like. You're giving it more attention than <laughs> no, because I don't is. understand why you brought that up no, in here. Out of everything he said in that speech, that's what you. That's what you no, want to take you from act it? like I said, oh my God, he just went in on her. Oh my God, I can't really understand why he keeps... Her. I didn't say all that. I'm just saying that he just went through his life issues and his life problems, which include Kim. I'm sorry that the man brought, you know, brought that to the stage. I'm saying this man went through this whole situation and he was supposed to be focused in on puffy and he's talking about how he give him advice and he went all off the rails and then he went into his life in chicago so like i was trying to say i know taraji said that her and bet were giving away a million hours of therapy but i didn't think that the award show was the moment for him to start using his that is my point now you don't want one on this kardashian tirade i don't know why you hate these women so much but um, I'm just saying that speech had very little to do with Puffy and a whole bunch to do with Kanye and all of Kanye's issues, problems, and drama. Of course, and I just need him to wrap it Everything up. is about Kanye. That but I was just time. saying, like that one little jab he, and it was like a five second jab. I, I just you're talking about it more than I know because I just can't believe you brought it up. Like, because is she not a part of his life? Is she not a part of his issues? Yeah, but still, is she though, not like, a, a part of his bipolar? Like, but still, though, but but still, what? Because my point still remains. Nah, I can't believe this speech. Yeah, the like was supposed to be about Puffy, and it became a therapy session. For Kanye, that speech was really way too much. Session. Kanye, I wouldn't really say a therapy session. I mean, it was mainly about Puffy and you know his influence on Kanye coming up the as first an artist. Five seconds, and then he yes, and he went. Nah, into he all really about, did. He really did. Yeah. 
He really didn't. Like, everything was really about Puffy. Even the little jab on Kim was about Puffy. Puffy, you know, I come to him about everything, even while my women. Pause, everyone laughed. He continued on. So. He can't say my women. He specifically said all well, whatever. choices. Well, yeah. You see how that turned out. I'm just, I like, it was still about Puffy. In your opinion. You just got to work your girls up in there. So. I'm, playing, I'm playing with you. <laughs> All right, we're about to take a quick break, y'all. Y'all take one as well. Go use the bathrooms, fill up your wine glasses. But make sure you come back to Uncensored Life with the Saunders and more Black History Month. Bow. Black Music Month. Black Music Month. Black History Bow. Month is that short month. And we're back, y'all. Hope y'all still with us. So what else happened in Black I mean, month? well, we can't, can't talk about the BET Awards without talking about the shock of the night of Mariah Carey. That was a shot. Yes. Mariah don't do award shop. When's the last time you seen Mariah do a award shop? I don't care if she's doing or not. Um, uh, Mariah had her original body the last time, and she was probably with uh Tommy Matola the last time she did an award show. I don't give a fuck if she do award shows or not. That's why I was surprised. Okay. Oh, it's Mariah. See. But everybody else was surprised to see and see Mariah do an award show. Oh. Well, I'm glad it was the BET Award show. And apparently, a lot of so you know, uh, a lot of people were shocked to see Young Dirty Bastard because nobody's seen him. So he kind of threw every a, a lot of people off because they've never seen him, and he does like look and sound like his daddy. So it threw a lot of people off that have never seen him before. Hmm. You've seen him before, so it wasn't a shock to you, and it was just like nothing. And for me, it was just like, okay, yeah, I've seen I, him before honestly, too, I but... wish he wouldn't have did that. Like, you might look like your daddy, you might sound like your daddy, but, but you, you ain't got him. that that energy of your daddy. So just leave the mic alone, because that low performance, that little five second joint you did, I was like, nah, ODB would never. Like, it would have been way more hype than that. So, yeah, yeah, I think the crowd was a, a hype out of surprise because they didn't like they didn't know whether that was a hologram, they didn't know. And then, like, once they figured it out, the kind of roar of the crowd kind of like, oh, okay. So, uh, another going back to Diddy for. Another another moment was, you know, he he talked about the great love of his life, Kim Porter. Um, he talked about, you know, he gave a shout out to he said the whole night was about his mama. Um he even, you know, decided to bring Cass Cassie into the mix. Um, uh, but his new boo, who has a big ass sign. 
and an audience. Oh, he said rain. nothing about. She got this whole big sign, glitter and from, everything. From what I read on social media, I'm pretty sure she don't care. He ain't say nothing. Because according to social saying, media, yeah, he give her 250 yeah. a month to do whatever the hell she want with it. Yeah. So hey, you ain't gotta mention me, nigga. As long as that, as long as that, as long as that, uh, as long as that cash app clear, you ain't gotta mention me. Not cash app, not 250k <laughs> on the cash app. Baby, the little baby can't even have a bank account. She getting 250k. Cash I'm just saying, as long as that money clear, nigga, you ain't gotta mention me. I'm cool. I'm just gonna continue holding up this sign that I spent ten dollars of my 250k on. I would feel that way too, but apparently she wants the attention. She wants not only the money, but she wants the attention of being his girl because, like, he was just recently. I don't know, cause like you said, I wouldn't care either as long as the check clear. I wouldn't have had to sign as long as the check clear, unless you pay it. Unless that's a part of this two hundred fifty k, I wouldn't have had to sign. Okay, yeah, like for what? Uh, but apparently, she wants the attention that comes along with being with him because girl, know, the she- attention that come along with him ain't good attention. Right, you see, J Lo has to get up out of there. Exactly. <laughs> J-Lo almost caught a whole court case right, dating this like, nigga. I'm not from that block. I'm yeah. from the block, but not like, What that you want that attention for? <laughs> Sit your ass down some... No, you don't want that Diddy attention. J-Lo went all the way, been Affleck white after that. She was See like, how long <laughs> it took him to get shine and do a performance without it being recorded on a jail, a jail phone? Right. Like, girl, sit your ass down. Get your see, that's the problem. Niggas don't know how to just sit down and get their money no more. Sit down and get your money. God Lee, what you want? What you want the attention for? God, you stupid. Look, all attention is not good attention. Your man. Mama ain't never told you that. Man. Girl, you man, look. <laughs> I wish I was Mariah Carey boy toy or some shit. Man, look. Look, I'm just gonna sit back and get my 250. You ain't gotta mention me, Mariah. You ain't even gotta acknowledge me. As long as I, I check I'm clear, here. exactly. I don't give a fuck. But I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But apparently, that's 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 what she wants. That's what she's going for. Because you know, she had him on her podcast, and she had to. That's you know. Yeah, that's when that. we all found out. Um, she had to, you know, make him go ahead and claim her and put a label on him. I already knew that was like, before the podcast, so she didn't have to do all that. But I, like, I mean, I, the streets talk. So trust me, niggas know you his girl. The streets talk, especially somebody as big as Diddy. The streets talk. Like you might not be used to those streets, mm-hmm. but the streets talk. She on someone the as big as Diddy. Two fifty to your cash apps. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying though. Like she new to this whole entertainment thing. Yes. I mean, she 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 hood as hell. She from the hood. She used to this whole new entertainment society environment. Trust me, the street, the uh, let me say it like this then the entertainment streets talk. Okay. So we know who you is. You ain't got a girl, you better sit back and get your goddamn money. Or did he gonna have you some in some shit where you gonna wish you had that money saved up for a lawyer? Right. <laughs> you gonna wish that she ain't spend it all on glitter. You gonna huh? wish you wasn't associated with Diddy then. Oh, I ain't his girlfriend. Oh, right. Come on, girl, sit your ass down and get that two. Brother, love who? 
Right. Mm-mm. Come Mm-mm. on, man. No 250 brothers. a month. It's 12 months in a year. 250 a month. Girl, you don't even have to rap no more. That part. Like, if you just saving 100K each month, come on now. Come on. Most people don't even make 100K a year. Girl, sit your ass down. Get your money. Shut the fuck up. Cause that's three mil a year for. Okay, man. I, th- these young people, man. I swear. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why she cares, but you know, clearly she cares, cause she came in here with her uh, Michael's craft sign with his. <laughs> man. Oh my goodness. So um Cardi B is dropping a new single on Friday mm-hmm. featuring Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little dirt. Yes. This single she says is probably older than what. Um, she's upset at her team for not executing it properly because Cardi likes to drop her singles with visuals mm-hmm. and uh, for whatever reason her team has dropped the ball so she's still dropping the single on Friday which she started not to do but she's going to proceed with that it's just not going to have the visual as she uh, planned it out um, and you know Cardi likes to clap back um, because there's um, some people on the social media streets um, saying that made a comment because she's putting WAP and Up on this album. And they said that she's doing it to um, to make sure that her album certifies because, you know, the record industry is a little different than it, it used to be. And everything's about strings, but there is still ways to drop your album and your singles or whatever so that the album is certified like platinum, gold, diamond, whatever. And so they said that that's why she's putting WAP and up on this album. But the thing is, it's like Cardi said, it was like, those are my two biggest songs. Why wouldn't they be on my album? Like those came out during they they were always supposed to be on her sophomore album but she decided to drop them during covid because they were there ready to go but then she got pregnant and had the baby so the whole project was put on pause but those songs was already on the album so why wouldn't I mean, her two biggest songs be on her album they're they they just there as singles just floating around with no home i mean yeah because artists do it all the time but uh Okay, so I yeah, I I just say, I mean that's smart on on Cardi B's behalf. I give her that Bravo. Whatever you need to do to make sure your album goes certified platinum, hey, do what you got to do. But as consumer standpoint, get the fuck out of here. WAP is so fucking old. But the, so, from a consumer standpoint, from somebody, oh, it's so fucking old. From a consumer standpoint, someone that still likes 
actual physical CDs. They don't, first of all, we don't have record stores like we used to. They don't sell singles. Like, if I want an actual physical Cardi B CD, I want a CD with WAP and UP on it. And unless she puts it on this album, I can't have that. My only option is to download it on a streaming service or hope that it plays on a streaming service. But for somebody like me that still likes the actual physical album in its entirety, as a Cardi B fan, I have nothing to listen to WAP and up on besides a streaming service because it doesn't have a album home like it like didn't exist when the first album came out okay so, and the second album was always supposed to be its home okay yes that's what she said we, we get that she like but let me ask you this though so wop and up is old what have people been listening to how have they been listening to it all the time I just said how they've been listening to right. all this stuff. So why would you want a CD with two old ass songs on it though? Because I like physical CDs. And if I'm a Cardi B fan and I want to have all of her music, like I currently, like I currently have everything besides uh Black is King. I have everything that Beyonce has ever done, whether it be Destiny's Child or Beyonce as a solo artist, I have everything in a physical copy that Beyonce has ever done. Did I download Drunken Love? Yes, I downloaded it on the iPad that God knows where it is. But I also have that physical CD. I have a physical copy of everything Beyonce has ever done. And if Beyonce, the song she just dropped, if she did not have a physical album for that song to go to, I would expect it at the very least as a bonus track on something. Beyonce is the perfect example. We just watched Dreamgirls. There's a song, Dreamgirls, does it have a soundtrack? Yes, soundtracks have what? Every song that is featured in the movie on the soundtrack. But I don't want every song that is featured in the movie on the Dreamgirls soundtrack, I don't. I don't want that uh, Jimmy Early stuff that, um, that Eddie Murphy is singing, I don't want none of that. I watching dream girls as a beyonce fan want the beyonce song that's in dream girls which is listen beyonce put that as a bonus track on her album because she knew that her fans would want that song on an album so it's the same thing with cardi i a cardi b fan first of all that song still hit. It's still playing. Why? Not so much. You don't hear it that often. But up, you still hear up a lot. And as a Cardi B fan, I want a physical copy of that song. 
don't want to continue. I've been waiting for a physical copy of this song so that I can hear it whenever I want to and not when Pandora or Spotify or whatever decides to play it or having to go look for it and search for it through these apps. I want a physical copy of this song. So you don't want to take 10 seconds to search for up on your uh, Pandora or Amazon Music app. But you, but, but but you ain't got to pay for it. You just stream it. Listen to whatever you want. First, not on Pandora. Well, okay, gotta, Amazon Music. No, I, I don't want to. But you, you take that same time and go through. Cause you got a lot of CDs. Go through all your CDs to find that one CD to listen to that one song. Yes. Well, that doesn't make sense. So you, you don't love music the way that I do. Oh, I do love music. Not the way that I do. How are you going to tell me how I love music? Because you don't have a CD collection. Because <laughs> I don't have CDs. I don't love music. I didn't say no. <laughs> See, that's the thing. This is why we can't communicate. I didn't say that you don't love CDs. I'm saying. No, I know I, you didn't I, say no, CDs. I, I didn't say that you don't love music. What I literally said is that your love for music is not the same as mine. Just like everybody has different love language, the way you communicate and vibe with music is not the same as mine. So, are there people willing to go out there and continue to stream whopping up? Absolutely. But for those of us that need physical music, we need those songs on an album. Nah. Don't 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 try to clean it up. I'm not. That's you, literally what I've just, been saying. You just, you just you don't just said, listen to me. You just said my love for music ain't shit because I ain't got CDs. That's not what <laughs> that's I what you, said. That's what you just said. I said hey, that your love hey, for music is not hey, the same my uncensored as family. mine. Hey, uncensored family. Did she not just say my love for music ain't shit because I ain't got CDs? I, that's what I heard. Yes, that's she, what you heard. She just said, nigga, you, don't, you listen to music, but you don't listen to music. You ain't even own no CDs. Not what I said. That's what you heard, and that's your interpretation. <laughs> but what, I, like, I'm telling you, everybody does and enjoy things differently. And so, there's some people that enjoy this world of streaming, but I enjoy CDs. I told you, like, it was a joy for me to get because artists put a lot of work into their albums, not just the music itself but the decision for what songs should be singles what songs should stay on the album what order these songs should come out in and i enjoy seeing all of that work i enjoy seeing the album art and how they decided to put these songs together i need a physical cd like i understand you think my love for music ain't shit Whatever. compared to yeah, yours. Love for music ain't shit. But I understand that. And I know that. I'm talking to a man who walked. Let me see. What's, the, miles, what's the equivalent of what I walked? From Bellwood. From Bellwood to Ogden Ave 
and LaGrange. You talking to a man who made that walk just for so Mariah Carey CD. Okay. I walked that distance for Mariah Carey CD. So you can't tell me my love for music ain't shit because I ain't got but no you CDs. Turned all, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying your love for music is different because you turned all them CDs in and was like, fuck CDs. I ain't never going to buy another CD a day in my life because I can stream it all. That's what you said. I am still pissed off that CD players are not standard in vehicles, okay? I'm different. That's what I'm saying. I'm still pissed off that if I want a CD player in my car, I got to pay extra. It's like a whole package and all this other stuff. I mean, I'm you should pay extra. pissed off. They ain't putting eight tracks in cars no more. Whatever. <laughs> that's how you and sound I'm sure right now. And I'm sure our parents was pissed off about that. Okay? <laughs> that's how you sound right now. And that's, and I'm Where's the eight track? Look. <laughs> still pissed off that that is an additional feature and an additional cost to have a cd player in your car okay i'm pissed off okay that cd players and the the thought of buying a cd is a lost art i still like that art i still want that art like i need her to put this on the album okay so even though my love for music ain't shit <laughs> what other and music? You ain't shit either. <laughs> what other black music um, headlines we got to close I mean, out? To close out the uh, the, the the my music ain't shit episode. <laughs> the biggest one for the Beehive is that Beyonce is dropping an album on July twenty. Oh yeah, yep. Beyonce is about to win July twenty ninth. July twenty ninth. Oh, so we still got the whole month to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still time. If y'all want to hear some albums out, y'all still got time. I just want Drop to put it out yeah. the week of the 29th or the week before or the week after. And if so, y'all was planning on going to, on tour, y'all might as well go ahead and put them tickets on sale now because once our tickets drop, look, everybody going to have to save up their coins. They ain't going to come see your show. So, Because you know, whenever Beyonce drops, she kind of eats up the music industry for a minute so. right because drake dropped his little uh house music and she was like that sound like apartment to be <laughs> let me show you how house music really supposed to hit you know so let's get that's to what that. we call it here in chicago is house music so yeah let, let's y'all call it dance let, let's i never heard it called this dance but yeah, because that's that's the thing about you know Drake's fans that are all pissed off about this album before Beyonce showed them how to do it properly. Um, it's categorized and being promoted as a, a dance, dance right? And you know his fans are listening to it as he's hip hop, but that's not the vibe he was going for. Yeah, some music just shouldn't be touched by some people. And Drake, even though you one of the hottest are one of the hottest artists, you, you, you shouldn't you didn't even know what, what is he, but it's you, you you shouldn't touch dance music, man. I'm sorry. I feel like you gotta have like a certain bloodline to touch and y'all can say what y'all want. I feel like you gotta have a certain bloodline 
certain DNA, certain background to touch certain music and dance music. Certain, uh, melanin count. Is, yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> and, certain, and he just, he, he's not equipped to touch that. Note. Yeah. He's not equipped to touch that. Un- unfortunately, it is what it is. So, I mean, Beyonce, she has that. You, you see where she come, you see where she come from. So, that's why she had to show him how to do it. He, he shouldn't have did that. Plus, nigga, you Canadian, man. Come, like, stop. See. Like, stop. I know you feel like Houston adopted you. Atlanta adopted you, whatever lyric you said. I think it was Atlanta. But stop, man. Don't, don't. I nah. said, nah, not today. Oh. So, because, and I've already explained to our young adult that I don't think a lot of young people are. So, Beyonce announced that she's dropping this album on the 29th. She's already started pre-sales for this album because she's Beyonce. She could do that. The Beehive is context is high enough that you know they'll they'll buy it sight unseen but i just feel like the younger crowd is going to be really disappointed uh because they're going to expect a lot of they're going to expect r&b a little bit of pop from beyonce but beyonce just recently did a interview with vogue where she was explaining how she feels like she's come to a point in her career where she doesn't have to follow any rules. So wherever the music takes her is where she's going to go. And I feel like if we're going to put her in the same conversation as Michael Jackson, then we should expect something like that because Michael Jackson was never named the king of R&B. He was the king of pop, which meant that I never, could... I, I never heard nobody call him the king of R&B. Yeah. Who said that? Who like Who started that? I never heard that. So that's what I'm saying. Nobody has ever called Michael the king of R&B. He was the king of pop, which means that you could expect, and pop is short for what? Popular music. So you could expect Michael to go into any direction. And so that's the same expectation you should have for Beyonce if you're going to put her in the same conversation as a Michael Jackson. So this album is supposed to be dance and country and like she's from Texas. So of course she can do country. Like, she's been on some country songs. She's been on the Country Music Awards. So, it's like, your face is like that. I enjoy country. I like Reba No, because No, I was waiting for you to finish so I can say what I had to say. Again, again, who put her in the same category as Michael Jackson? Like, like where are you hearing this stuff at? In the same category as Michael Jackson as far as her her performance and her perfection. They're not saying she's the same as, but they're saying they they do comparisons. They're not discrediting Michael. It's not they're not saying that Michael So as far as her performances they compare her to Michael? They're saying that she so just so just like so just like you said my music ain't shit. So what we saying my Janet Jackson performances ain't shit. No, I don't even know why you even said nothing about like who said anything about Janet. No, like, like why is she, she being compared to, to Michael and not Janet? Why would you compare her to Janet? Janet I has love great Janet performances. Jackson. Yes, she does. That's what I'm saying. I love Janet. Jackson. Only person that was outperforming Janet was Michael. Okay, I love Janet Jackson. Everybody knows this. I love Janet Jackson, hands down. But 
Janet Jackson can go in that same bucket with Omarion. Uh, Janet can dance. First of all, or no, sing. hold on. Let me finish. Hold on. No, 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 let me finish because the disrespect. I love Janet. Everybody knows that. Janet. Uh, clearly you not you just told Janet no. just like you told me she ain't shit Janet tickets could go on sale right now and I'm gonna purchase it but the thing is is that Janet can dance or sing she can't dance and sing right but she not about to dance and sing and sound like Omarion though Michael can dance and sing Beyonce can dance and sing okay but she still shouldn't be compared to michael she should still i feel like she should still be compared to janet like because michael is just is 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 janet's love for music ain't even the same as michael's oh so janet so, wanted to oh, go to so just like you school. told me oh so so she ain't shit there no i love janet everybody knows i love janet Demita Joe Jackson, okay, May sixteenth, love her to death, okay. Um, Man, you talking big shit tonight? Telling everybody ain't shit. No, I'm telling you, you ain't <laughs> shit, okay. I'm sick of you. I can't believe you put Janet in the same, same, even in the bucket. Omarion's in a bucket. Janet is not in no bucket, okay. I can't believe you even said that. I can't believe that came out your mouth. I'm just saying, like, we already had this conversation about there being certain artists that can dance and sing. Some that can only do one, some that can only do the other, and some that can do both. Sierra, they put Sierra in the same bucket with Janet because Sierra Who? can only dance. Who said that? Oh, my, you know what, y'all? Okay, Portia Williams. Who said that? <laughs> A sister fam. Hey, look. It was fun. Love you guys. Uh, if you haven't heard any of the, if this is your first episode, make sure you go back to the introduction and just listen to everything. It's, it's some crazy moments. And let them know that you did. And some knowledgeable moments in our episodes. Uh, I can't believe she said what she said. I'm pretty sure y'all can't. But let us know that y'all don't appreciate what she said because I don't. All right? But since life of the signers we're back come check us next week no we might do one before next week because i thought this was going to be an everything episode she kind of hit me last minute with the black music month so we might do another one uh come back we love y'all Unsister life with the family follow us on facebook leave us a comment we out